Good morning from hell, everybody. It's a good friend, Clayton, and I'm here with my pal, Chris. Say hello, Chris. Hello. So I'm Chris, and I died recently, and my eternal punishment is to do this podcast where we interview everyone in hell. That's right. You say punishment, but today we're taking we're taking a beach day. We're out on yeah. Lego Beach, taking in the sights. Oh, just, yeah. just feel that it's, breeze brushing against It's your nice face. to get a, a break from the campaign uh, for new listeners. Uh, Clayton is uh, running for president of hell uh, against his brother, Satan. That's right. And for our new listeners, uh, just so you know, Chris's middle name is Exposition. Uh, but yeah, we're out here uh, <laughs> taking in the breeze. Uh, you, mm. you can hear that. You can hear some some fish or those or those dicks I see off in the ocean just skipping around. There's children yeah. out there screaming, playing. Beautiful at, sight. Beautiful Lego Beach. Lego um, Beach. How are your feet holding up, Chris? They're bleeding. They're bleeding. But you know, it's it's great to be outside of you know out out in front of the water, the nice bleached water. That's right. I, I guess it's not really snow. water. I guess it's just bleach. It's pretty much uh, just bleach. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I have a couple questions from the audience. I'm going to get through. Uh, all right. So Jonathan C. Smith asked on Twitter, uh, do you still poop? Oh, wow. Right off the gate with that uh, high quality content. Yeah. Well, Jonathan, yeah. um, you know, we're actually pretty plugged up down here. There is an extreme lack of preparation age and, you know, kind of part, part of our punishment down here is just we just we're just stuffed to the brim, you know? It's a high diet of cheese, not a lot of fiber. Yeah, but and, uh, we, we, you do still poop. It just builds up. It's oh, more yeah. of an... Yeah, yeah. So it's not like regular. I mean, it's not... Yeah. It, no, not regular at all. Irregular. It's not heaven. I hear in heaven you don't poop. Down here, makes you bleed. It hurts. You don't know when it's going to come. You just feel like you constantly need to, like, the whole day. It's it's awful. Yeah, and there are, and like there are toilets, but they're not really used because... The one of the weird things is anytime you go to a toilet, you never have to go. So you only yeah. have to go when you're not near a toilet. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty great system. I mean, personally, I'm I'm an anal retentive kind of guy, so it works out for me. You know? Well, yeah, we're all you're all pretty anal retentive here. That's right. Freud loves it down here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next uh, question. Okay, uh, this is a question from Julia Williams on Twitter. Uh, she asked, "Does limbo exist?" Well, of course, this exists. It's one of my favorite pastimes. You know, you, you 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 lean back, you go under the the stick. I mean, in fact, we're out here, we're out on Lego mm -hmm. Beach. We got a limbo set up right over there. You want yeah, well, we should play. I think she meant the other limbo. Limbo. The video game? No. Oh, 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 purgatory. Yeah. That limbo does exist. It's just a giant waiting room. Not a lot going on. They there don't even have limbo at limbo. They they don't have yeah. limbo in limbo. It's very sad. Yeah. But but speaking of limbo, Chris, you want to you uh -huh. want to do some you want to do some bow? You want to do some limbo? No, not really. Okay, well, I'm going to make you do okay. it anyways. We're going to have a competition. Okay, Here all, right. all right. All right, all uh, right. Do you have, like, music or something? Yeah, let's let's do the cha-cha. Here we go. And okay. I'm going in. I'm going under. Oh, 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 look at that. All right, your turn, Chris. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Legos hurt. Ow. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're doing it all wrong. Here, let me. There you go. Yeah, no more yeah. useless spine. All right, give it a whirl, Chris. Uh, I can't. I mean, I'm, could you just move the, the stick over me? That's not really how it works. You're just kind of dragging on the ground. You're just kind of you're kind of just writhing on the ground in the Legos. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll put the limbo away. Maybe some other time. All right. Next question. Uh, okay. Uh, this is a question from uh, Joe Al Bahari on uh, Instagram. I'm sure that's exactly how you pronounce his name. What, what's up, Joe? Uh, are all orgasms ruined in hell? Absolutely. Ab absolutely. Every single one of them. Oh God. You you can't yeah. have a good one. It's just. 
you get right up there, you get right up there, you get right up there, and then you think of your mom, and then it's just, ugh, yeah. and you know? Yeah, if your mom is dead, she might be there. Actually yep. be there, yeah. That's right. The other thing, too, is, like, you might be maybe having a good one, and then that's whenever you have to poop. That's right, yeah. So sometimes, you know, you get you get a surprise poo when you need to orgasm, or, you know, sometimes you get a surprise orgasm when you need to poo. <laughs> yeah. You know? They go hand in hand. You finally get a good poop, and then, yeah. Surprised orgasm. And, and the unfortunate part, too, is you only get, like, three sheets of, like, toilet paper. And it's not the good stuff. It's the stuff you get at, like, a, like a JCPenney, you know, that they have in their bathroom. Pa- tiny, very thin. And then you got to decide. You got, like, the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire music playing in the background while you're trying to decide, <laughs> do I wipe my, my, uh-huh. my front or my back? Welcome to hell. Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> okay. Uh, so if you have any questions, send them to us on uh, Instagram or Twitter. Uh, just at Morning From Hell. But, moving on, uh, who's our guest for this week? Well, Chris, uh, it's, it's an old friend of mine. We've run into him a couple times, and he's the, the reason that we came out here to the beach. Uh, uh-huh. Hold on, let me, let me uh, unzip that case for me. Give me that, give me that duffel bag. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, here we okay. go. Right. See that? Right, yeah. Here's the magical conch. Let me summon him real quick. Uh-huh. <gasps> wow, All right, it's he's, beautiful. He's, he's on his way. <laughs> Welcome. Hello. Wow. Hi. I am the great Leviathan of the deep. The great biblical Leviathan. Chris, look at him go. Hi. Hi. Why have you summoned me? Well, we have a a small show here, and we just kind of want to interview you. I don't know if you remember, but we ran into each other at a a pool party, you know, years ago. Uh, Do do you remember me? Oh, yeah, Clayton. Oh, Clayton, I remember you for sure. Who's this shithole? Oh, he, he's, yep. I am Chris. Chris. That's all. It's just him, that. It's him. just that. Just Chris. Okay, all right. Just Chris. That's it? Because it felt like, it used, the way you said it felt like there was something coming after that. Yeah, I don't really have anything to follow up with. It's, I mean, I guess, Chris, friend of Clayton. Well, it's been a stretch. Something. Yeah. Clayton. Clayton, why why are you doing this show with this this thing? Uh, I, he's kind of like a an, an, what is what's the word I'm looking for? He's like uh, the eyes of the audience. You know, he's experiencing hell for the first time. All these fresh, fun experiences. Oh, he's your entry point character. I get it now. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's also great at giving exposition, especially mm-hmm, when I've totally mm-hmm. forgotten about it. He keeps the storyline going. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of storyline, uh, so Le- Le- great Levi, biblical Leviathan, or what? Can I just call you like Levi for short, or something, or what? I'd prefer you call me Athen. Okay, so you took the hey, second half of Leviathan. Yeah. Hey, I respect that. I get it. Also, Chris, if you call me Clay instead of Clayton, I will snap your neck. Oh, so quick. Yeah. It'll, it'll sound like a bolt of lightning just struck the ground. It'll be watch out. Uh, so so uh, Athen. What are you doing down in hell? Are you just vacation or what? I, as a great and terrible Leviathan, have caused unknown havoc and destruction everywhere I have gone. And when I finally died, I ended up down here in hell. Oh. So I want, I also, I want to... So a lot of people are going to hear this? No, yeah, yeah. Uh, All right. I want to clarify something. I'm uh-huh. a Leviathan... I am not a dragon. Mm-hmm. I am not a dinosaur. I'm not 
an alien. I am a giant sea monster of my own uh, type, all right? I know we're not the most popular of giant uh, monsters and and creatures in the world, but uh, I think I deserve a little more recognition. I respect that. You're uniquely you, and that's, you you. know, I I wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, do they talk about dinosaurs in the Bible? No, they talk about leviathans. Yeah, so what what all did they talk about you in the Bible? I mean... Uh, you know, it's pretty vague, you know, but any press is good press, as Uh far as I'm concerned. That's why I just answer any fucking conch I hear. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Does that ever get annoying, just like answering anytime someone like blows on a conch? It can. Yeah, it can be really hard, but you know, you have to hustle. If you want to make it in this industry, you've got to be willing to show up and do the work. Remind remind me again, what what industry is a Leviathan in? Giant uh, sea monster industry? Oh, okay. All right. It must be booming. It is booming. So what is this sea monster Leviathan like yourself? What do you eat? Do you just like eat humans or... Uh, I'll eat, I'll eat pretty much anything. I will eat humans. Uh, uh-huh. I've eaten, um, I've eaten ships, entire ships, you know, oh. with humans on board, but I will actually crunch into oh. the wood of a, of a seafaring vessel. Uh, one of the reasons I died and ended up here in hell is they started making ships out of metal. Oh, yeah, that's, that's really popular nowadays. Have you ever shot out a giant metal aircraft carrier? <laughs> Can't say that I have. No, sir. Not, not, no, not recently. A small one, actually, oddly enough. But yeah, that was just a, a one night dr- Clayton got drunk. I, I fed him a, one of my, my model ships. You know how it yeah. goes. Oh, you're still building model ships? Y- yeah, with the tiny bottles or you move all the pieces in? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you've got to keep yourself busy and you've got to have interests outside of the hustle. And I think it's really important to find a creative outlet that isn't just all about your career. I couldn't agree more. So, Athen, whenever you did eat, like, a wooden vessel with humans inside, was it kind of like experiencing, like, a, a crunch wrap supreme? Like, there was a little bit of, like, there's a little softness, but there's a lot of chew and some crunch. I, I, I've never had a crunch wrap supreme. Oh. Because I can't get far enough inland to get to a Taco Bell. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but I would love to, uh, but I would probably just eat the entire Taco Bell. Yeah, you are very large. We'll we'll, yeah. we'll get to work on getting you a few Crunchwrap Supremes. You got you got to try it. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. That's on my bucket list. <laughs> I'm gonna hey. get you buckets of uh, Mountain Dew uh, Baja Blast while we're at it. Oh, this is. You know what? After the show wraps, let's all get drunk. Let's go to Taco Bell. And let's just tie one on. What do you guys say? Hell yeah, yeah brother. Down. Let's do it. Chris, you can't eat. You'll, oh, okay. you'll eat tiny ships. Sorry. Hey, you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, man, I didn't know you could have a bucket list after you die. That's I started funny. a new one. Oh, okay. Oh. It's some of the same stuff. Uh-huh. But uh, sometimes you just write, you know, you kind of like pencil in in front of like, Climb the Himalayas. You write in like uh, climb the undead Himalayas. Uh, yeah. Just kinda... So how would have climbing the Himalayas in your giant water beast form worked out? Was, was that on your original bucket list? It's on both, and both are unchecked. 
Yeah, Man. don't doubt that. Um, sucks. I, I gotta be yeah. honest with you. I didn't finish everything on my bucket list when I was still alive. What other kind of stuff did you have on there? Uh, meet Reese Witherspoon. Mm, good one. Uh, uh, go to the Oscars with Reese Witherspoon. Uh-huh. Get up cool. the courage to finally ask Reese Witherspoon out on a date. Huh. After you go to the Oscars with her. So you, you, you do it in that order? Yeah, you want to be a friend before you can oh. be more than a friend. And yeah. that's not just like, it's not a scam. Uh-huh. I'm not trying to scam anybody. I just want to yeah, honestly yeah. be her friend and see if we have a future together. Yeah, sure. yeah. You're looking for more than just, you know, fun. You want to build a foundation. I do want to build a foundation. And that way, once the foundation is built and we have a strong relationship together, we could both open our gigantic mouths and devour entire <laughs> ships together. Yeah. Maybe have a couple of kids, some little Reese Wither baby spoons, Reese Wither sporks, you know? <laughs> oh, that would be that would be so cute. A little yeah. Reese Wither spork. I love that. Uh, s- since she's still alive and might be for a while, is there anyone in hell that you've been kind of looking at, you know, dating? It's been... um. It's been a dry period for me, I'm going to be honest. Even despite uh, all the wetness? I, I never even realized how ironic that was. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'm so wet, yet my dating life is so dry. Mm, bone dry, yeah. Well, uh, what about on Earth? I mean, is there any like good relationships that you had back, you know, back on Earth that... I was seeing this giant octopus for a while. Uh-huh. But the cultural differences were just too big. Mm-hmm. It's not something you could like get past, or what? What did I just say? <laughs> no, okay, I guess not. I guess not. Um, okay, well, I mean, any other besides octopus? Look, I, no, hold other? on a second. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm a leviathan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She was a giant octopus. Mm-hmm. You do yeah. you get it now. Did y'all fight? Yeah, we fought all the time. Think about all the things that are important to a giant octopus. And then think about all the things that are important to a leviathan. And some of those things we just couldn't overcome, no matter how great the sexual chemistry was. What is isn't important to an octopus? Opening jars is a big one. Uh (laughs) Probably something to do with, uh, you know, painting with their inks or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they have a lot of creative kind of outlets like that. Um, I hear they're they're very OCD about the number eight. You know, if if you don't have things you know organized in eights, then they just go crazy. You know, playing two drum sets at once. Oh yeah. Uh, just all the th- sort of things that you expect a giant octopus to want to do. And you're more of a closed jar kind of leviathan. Like, what do you open jars for all the time? No one is impressed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Chris, you could open a jar, right? Uh, yeah, I totally could. And you don't have eight arms? No, just the two. Hey, Clayton? Yeah, yeah. Can I eat, Chris? Well, we got to finish the show first, so... Yeah. You know what? I I think we can do that. You know, we'll what we'll do after mm-hmm. the show, and we get our Taco Bell and our Crunchwrap Supremes and our Baja Blast, we'll load Chris up with churros up to the brim, and then you can have a sweet little snack. How about that? Okay, great. Okay, thanks. Good. At least I got some churros out of it. So... Do you have any other run-ins with uh, other, you know, sea monsters? You know, uh, Godzilla, Jaws, Cthulhu? Yeah. Um, Godzilla and I, uh, we're not on speaking terms right now. Mm, what happened there? 
it was a, uh, it was really sad. You know, we used to be like best friends, best, yeah. best friends. Like we did everything together. Then I guess it was, it was around oh, 70 years ago. Uh, she got really famous mm. and she became this big movie star and uh, she found a, she found a, some work for Mothra uh, and yeah. she found some work for King Kong uh-huh. and she found some work for all these other monsters. But where's, where's, where's Godzilla versus Leviathan? Yeah, I'd watch that. It's one of those people, whenever they got big, they forgot who the little people. They forgot who their friends were. Little, not little. I'm not calling you little. You're obviously very big. Um, oh no, I, I didn't take offense to that. You know, uh, I realize that I am large in stature, but uh, small and uh, unaccounted for uh, in the larger society. Like I mentioned before, I'm, I'm out there hustling. I'm trying to bring, you know, I'm trying to get the name Leviathan, you know, trying to get it out there, trying to like really, uh, you know, make a mark on the world again. You know, that's uh, why I'm trying to get back out of hell and get my career back on its path. That's one of the unmarked things on my bucket list. Mm. Get out of hell. Get out of hell. Get my career back on track. Buy a new house. Reese Witherspoon and with Re- and all the oh yeah, all the Reese Witherspoon stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, so you say like get Leviathan back, you know, get it back. Like, what what have you done in the past? That's really kind of like because obviously you were big enough to get into the Bible. Yeah. Uh, hello, I was about to say, have you heard of a little book called the Bible? <laughs> hello. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, but um, the problem was when the Bible was written, you know, uh-huh. that nobody was thinking about franchises. You know, like, oh. look at what the MCU's done. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. they could have done that with my character back in the Bible. You know, I could have been mm-hmm. like a Thanos, but they just didn't know how to use me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jesus got a sequel, you know, yeah, and then totally. He got brought back. For a sequel, and now he's going to get brought back again, presumably for a second coming. Yeah. Uh, Holy Trilogy is what they're calling it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you see, I mean, but that's that's part of my issue with it, is like, Jesus is doing all this stuff, but, you know, there could have been a lot more world building around, mm-hmm. like, the forces of evil and the Leviathan, this giant unknowable sea creature, you know, is plotting in the background. And then Jesus, like, sort of, you know, teams up with uh, David, and then they mm-hmm. they come together to fight the Leviathan. Or, you know, so I don't, I don't, I'm just spitball. I'm just thinking this yeah. stuff up off yeah, the top yeah. of my head. No, you know, and I've only had a few thousand years, so I've barely even thought about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you had a you had your run in with Noah, right? Did, didn't you swallow him up? That, that was you, right? Oh, okay. Um, Wait, no, it's Jonah. Jonah got swallowed by the whale. Noah had the ark. Wait. Jonah Hill? I'm confused. <laughs> you swallowed Jonah Hill? Is that is that right, Leviathan? That that's that's tempting, certainly, but uh, that was not me. Um, oh, okay. A lot of people uh, think that I'm a giant whale. That uh-huh. that is not right. I am not a giant whale. I I, okay. I, I did not swallow Jonah. You know. Uh, you know, leviathans were were much bigger than giant whales. Even I could I could probably swallow a giant whale if I had to. I mean, it'd be like one of those aircraft carriers, but I could I could do it. Yeah. So, like the image of uh, Jonah being inside of a fish that is inside of you. I like this Russian nesting dolls visual I have in my mind. Jonah I would mean, be extra fucked. Yeah, yeah. Even if he got out of the whale, boom, inside Jonah, of the yeah. leviathan, and yeah, then boom, he gets out of the leviathan, boom, he's in hell. That's right. Yeah, and then and then think about this. 
What's inside him? Ooh. What's inside Jonah this whole time? Who did he swallow? Maybe a small, a, a little vessel, a small wooden ship or something full of little people. Yeah, I don't who know. Knows? Are you talking about Fisher Price branded little people toys? I mean, if they're, it depends on if you want to sell toys, maybe. You know, that's a good toy market's huge. Okay, wait, hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry, Clayton, but I got to dig into this. Are, are you saying that a, a good marketing campaign for Fisher Price little people? would be to have Jonah Hill swallow them, then have a giant whale swallow Jonah Hill, then have me swallow that giant whale? That's that's how you market to kids? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's viral marketing, you know? Because I'm available. If you want to do that, I'm available. We'll see what we can do with that. Okay. You know, speaking of marketing, we've got a couple of sponsors that are marketing on our podcast, and we're going to talk about them right now. The first one up is HelloFresh. Get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door with HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh lets you skip those trips to the grocery store and makes home cooking fun, easy, and affordable. It's also incredibly delicious. HelloFresh offers so many different recipes every single week, and they're all high-quality ingredients and super flavorful. That's right, and you can save time and, and stress because HelloFresh offers contactless delivery to your doorstep so you don't have to touch anybody for easy home cooking with your family. Touch-free cooking! Woo! Yeah, and it's also incredibly flexible. Uh, you can pick what weeks they come and go. You can skip weeks. Say you're having more people over, you can do bigger boxes. You want to have a special date night, do a special little date box. doesn't matter. It's incredibly flexible to your lifestyle. That's right. You know, this week I would like to recommend gnocchi with spinach and grape tomatoes topped with garlic butter breadcrumbs. Gnocchi, more like yes key. Yes, so go to HelloFresh.com slash GoodMorning60 and use code GoodMorning60 to get $60 off your first three weeks, including free shipping on your first box. Additional restrictions apply. Please visit HelloFresh.com for more details. That's right. Once again, it's HelloFresh.com slash GoodMorning60 and use code GoodMorning60. Thank you, HelloFresh. Wow, $60 off first three weeks. That's insane. All right, now we're going to move on to our next sponsor. It's Blue Chew. You know what we need to talk about right now? Sex. Everybody loves it. Everybody needs it. We all need it. We all want it. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Yeah, so you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Bluechew.com. That's blue, like the color blue. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. It's made in the USA. It's prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor or wait in line. It's even cheaper than a pharmacy, and they prepare and ship it right to you in a discreet package. No awkwardness. And you don't even have to leave the house. No touching. No touching. All right. Except for the touching you want to be touching. All right. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. Blue chew. Ho. Uh, all right. Well, in order to get this awesome deal, you can get... All right. Well, in order to get Blue Chew, you can go to bluechew.com and get your first shipment free. What? When you use our special promo code, good morning. Hey, hey. Talk about a good morning. All you got to do is just pay $5 shipping. So again, that is B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code good morning. To try it for free, all you got to do is pay $5 for shipping. Thank you, HelloFresh and Blue Chew. All right, back to our guest. So, Athen, are there any other like events in history that you are responsible for th- besides, you know, the Bible stuff? Uh, well, um, are you familiar with the recent blockbuster film Aquaman? Yes. Okay, well, he lives in a fictional place called Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Except I have a newsflash for you. 
What's that? Atlantis was real. What? Yeah. I, I'm not that surprised by it because I'm talking to a giant Leviathan in hell. So, but yeah, go on. Okay. Well, you can pretend to be a little impressed. Okay. Oh, well, all right. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, uh, I destroyed Atlantis in a, in a fury of rage. I just decided to like just tear it all down. What did Atlantis do to you that caused you to want to destroy that giant city on the waters? Well, they made a big deal about being related to the water. Like, we're, we're, a, we're a land on the water, we're a city on the water. And I'm like, well, technically every continent is kind of on the water, so why are you making such a big fucking deal about it? Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, what really made them different? They're a landmass. But then they're like, oh, water. Everything was water-themed. I was like, that's horse shit. So I just got sick of it. I was like, I'm the water. I'm like, let me, let me have water. Can I just have water? That's my thing. So how'd you go about just, I mean, did you just belly flop on the city? Did you dig out the foundation from underneath them and then they sunk? I mean, I'm really curious how you sabotaged an entire water city. Uh, well, I started by uh, causing massive inflation by counterfeiting a lot of gold coins that mm -hmm. uh, ruined their economy. Uh, oh. And then I ran, uh, ran straight at it head first and just knocked the whole fucker over right oh, into okay. the ocean. Wow. You you really thoroughly wrecked them then. That's yeah. yeah. You crashed yeah. the city and their economy. Yeah. That's cool. That's wicked. Well, cuz if I didn't ruin the economy and they were like, "Oh shit, we're underwater." Well, we've got all this money. Let's just build it back up. That's true. Yeah. Money money can buy new islands. I bumped into the iceberg that uh that sunk the Titanic. Did you oh, really? really? Yeah, because like we had Thomas Andrews. He was the guy that invented the, the the Titanic. He was on not too long ago. We should put you two in touch. That's that's interesting. I uh, that would be that would be great because that guy, he had it coming. Yeah, with the big metal, big metal ship. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, so so you 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 bumped into the the iceberg. Yeah, I nudged it right in the way of the Titanic just to like just to see what would happen. Mostly. Uh huh. So I was curious, and I was hung. I was hungry, uh -huh. and I was like, "I think that ship is not made out of wood." And so, uh, uh, you know, I was like, "Maybe if I just, maybe if I knock it over and see what's in there, I can swallow some of the stuff that falls off of it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to you, that thing must have looked like a giant, you know, foil Chipotle burrito. I mean, that thing is massive, oh. even for you. Man, can I can I tell you a secret? Go ahead. I've never been to Chipotle either. Oh, oh, that's heartbreaking. Oh. There's so many chains that I would love to partake in, but it is really hard to get my giant Leviathan body inside a Chipotle or, mm -hmm. you know, uh, a Shake Shack or, uh, you know, e even even like the bigger McDonald's, you know, like I'd, I'd love to like, their fries, are their fries is as good as everyone says? Hey, hey, Athen, better. You wouldn't believe it. They're delicious. Really? Yeah. What, really? Yeah. What about like a like maybe the waterfront properties like Joe's Crab Shack? Yeah, I've eaten a Joe's Crab Shack. Yeah. 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 The whole thing. I just swallowed the whole thing up. Okay. Well, yeah. Not much. Not not too impressive. Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing. I I get seafood all the time. Hmm. It's like yeah. I'd really like to try something else. So, Athen, what what are your thoughts on like pollution in the ocean? Is that a problem? 
I'm so glad you asked me this question. It's one of the reasons I feel so connected to Reese is that we're both very passionate advocates of um, reducing the amount of litter in the ocean. You know, like, mm. do you know that some people just like collect their dog poo in a little plastic bag and then just throw it in the ocean? What the hell is that? Yeah. Why? Wait, why would someone put it in a bag and then put it in those? It's already biodegradable. Isn't that just, yeah. So it, Here's the other thing, though. Sometimes people put it in a bag. They uh-huh. put that bag in a thermos, and then they throw that thermos in the ocean. Why? Why would that's, someone? I don't, I don't know. It's so, one, that's a lot of thermoses. Yeah. Like, what's your thermos budget? Yeah. And why, are you, why do you want to keep it the same temperature? I, I, I don't know, but then it's out there. You know, there's so much pollution in the ocean, and we just really have to, like, clean our oceans and be thoughtful and caring about our oceans uh, and not just as a way to get to know Reese Witherspoon better but it was because we really care about yeah. you know the state of the earth and the future generations that need to enjoy the earth and um, you know I, I can say this because I am personally a victim of the I'm, litter yeah I'm, okay this is the part where I get a little so that people know I'm capable of dramatics. Mm. Uh-huh. All right, let her in. Okay. All right. I, I found myself one day trapped inside of one of those plastic rings that holds together a six-pack. Oh. And I could not get out. How did you even fit in that? It was very uncomfortable. I realize I am the size of roughly six city blocks, but uh-huh. when that little set of rings got wrapped around my fins, uh-huh. I, I could I felt trapped. That's so sad. And I don't I don't know if I'll ever be the same. And I think about all the smaller fish who who don't have what I have. In terms of strength, pure brute strength. Uh-huh. And I just want to help them. I wanna I wanna lift them up. I just wanna help them. <clears throat> it's beautiful. And scene. Wow. 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 You know, normally I'm all about killing stuff, but you know, you have changed my mind on water pollution. Because who's even using those little six pack rings anymore? I mean, like, all the kids are getting white claws and those come in boxes, you know? Yeah. Like, you got to go an extra step to get those little ring things. Wow. Is there going to be a problem with your, you know, constituents? You've promised a lot of uh, pollution, Clayton. Wait, wait, hold on. Constituents? Are you are you running for office? Uh, I am running for president against my uh, stupid brother. Uh, you can have this shirt if you want. It's probably not going to fit you, but, it, uh, you know, for our human listeners, uh, you can go to store.roosty.com and get a uh, Vote for Clayton shirt. Don't get vote for Gambo shirt. Uh, and also, you can have this button. Here you go. I'm just gonna go ahead and stick it on you. And there. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. I have a very thick hide, so it's all right. Uh, you know, I, I get I get all sorts of things stuck on me and in me. Mm-hmm. You know, all because of the pollution. You know, but this is this button isn't pollution. This is I'll wear this with pride, and I and I'll vote for you, Clayton. We'll just have to make sure we get a voting booth out there in the bleach water. Um, yeah, a giant, a giant voting booth. So, so how are you gonna? I mean, you've promised pollution, Clayton, but then I don't know your constituents. 
they expect pollution. So, I mean, are you going to be, you're going to look like you're, what's that when you flip flop? I think it's, that you just said it, it's a flip flop. Uh, flip flop, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're gonna look like a flip here's my new proposed plan, all right? Okay. If we decrease pollution in the water, mm-hmm. but increase the life, then we're, you know, we're raising the temperature, we're raising the heat. You know, Leviathan, he can, maybe we can team up together. He can, you know, help me knock some more, you know, Atlantises into the ocean, stuff like that. We'll raise the water level. You know, we'll kill more people that way. How's that sound? I love you it. Know? That sounds great. I, as far as I'm concerned, Hawaii is the next Atlantis. They've got it coming. Yeah, they're all about the water and being surrounded by it. Or Australia. I don't give a shit. Hell, take out Florida while you're at it, too. Great. I'm on it. So, yeah, so just promoting, you know, global warming, bring those ocean levels up. That's more more space for you. Oh, I love it. A little space to, yeah, me and Reese, we can just spread out, kind of enjoy a nice day out at sea and um, just really, like, live our fullest lives or be our be our best selves. Yeah. And then, and, and, you know, and it benefits me. I get the ocean vote, you know? Think about all those mermaids, dolphins, sea monsters, giant octopi. Oh, don't talk about giant octopi. Please. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. Focus on Reese. Sorry. I dated a mermaid once, though, too. Oh, how did that go? It was okay. It was a little awkward because, you know, I eat humans. Mm-hmm. And the top half of a mermaid is, is essentially like a kind of like a human. Yeah. And so it just it, it didn't end great. Did you did you eat her? I can't. I can't. I can't talk about this. Okay. Okay. All right. Well. Yeah. So you're hustling always. Are there any projects that you are looking forward to that you want to promote? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know how uh, Clayton, you you've got your hobby of. Uh, of building tiny ships and bottles, right? You love that? Oh, for sure. I love it, yeah. I, I have hobbies, too. I have been chasing James Cameron around in his tiny submarine, and I'm going to eat that little motherfucker. I can't wait yeah. to swallow him up. Um, And here's the thing. Uh-huh. I should have been in Titanic. Absolutely. First of all, because I'm part of that story, right? Yeah, you know, I nudged true. the iceberg that hit the Titanic on purpose just to see what would happen. But it goes back further than that. I was supposed to be in T2. Terminator 2? I don't yeah. recall any water scenes there. What, where would you fit in? I auditioned for the role of second guard. Oh. Uh-huh. And he said, get this, I was too big. Wow. Uh, Rude much? Yeah. What about the abyss? Did, 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 he, did he contact you for abyss? I mean, that's a water movie. Yeah, that's like right up your alley. Yeah, well, I, we talked about it a lot, and you know that's when we were still friends, uh-huh. still in friendly terms. And I, I was like, "Hey, what if this, what if this long like CGI thing of water that turns into a face? What if that's just me? What if I just play that uh-huh. role?" And he was like, uh, "I kind of want to try this like computer stuff out." And I was like, "Okay, I get it, I get it." But then you know maybe think about me for another project. And he just always he always says no. So we're not in speaking terms anymore. And yes. um, I just, I can't. We got to get to the root of his obsession with being in the water. I think what really did it, though, was Avatar. I think that's like, he was like, these people are blue. Oh. The ocean is blue. Mm. That, that's, that's, that's the only connection I could have made. And that's, that's. Dot, 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 yeah. Is that, so I assume that's, that's on your bucket list, then, is to eat James Cameron? 
oh yeah, I'm going to eat James Cameron. Uh, but here's the thing. Uh-huh. Usually if I come across like a, like a seafaring ship, like a schooner, I just eat the thing whole and it's like got these sweet, mushy little bits inside. They're all the people. I'm not doing that with the little tiny stupid submarine he's got. I'm going to tear that submarine open and I'm going to look him in the eyes and I'm going to see the look of terror on his face as I open my gaping maw and put him inside. And then I'm going to make a very cool necklace out of that submarine. Whoa, insult to injury. Checkmate, James Cameron. Who's too big now? And guess who's getting a very cool submarine necklace for Christmas? Reese Witherspoon. Witherspoon. Bingo. Whoa, (laughs) man. She won't know what to do with that. That's crazy. Yeah, it might be a little big on her. Might be a little big on her. Maybe, yeah. Are there, you know, you got snubbed from Titanic. Is there anything else that you, you know, like historical events that you kind of got cheated out of? Oh, uh, not cheated exactly, but um, I might have, well, I might have started a little rumor. Some people believe that, like there's a Loch Ness monster in Scotland, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Nessie yeah. or whatever, yeah. Yeah, that, that was me. That was me. I was just oh. on vacation. Oh. Uh-huh. And I was just swimming along, and I was just, like, having a good time, and I was thinking about Reese Witherspoon. This is embarrassing, right? Because I was doing yeah. the backstroke. Oh. And my little, um, well, not little, but my ding-dong kind of, like, pumped out of the water. Oh. That's what the Loch Ness monster is. Yeah, it was Reese Witherspoon chub. Wow, that's yeah, you got it. Someone snapped a picture of of your of your chub poking out of the water, and that's that's how the Loch Ness monster myth started. Yeah, everyone think everyone thinks it's this monster, so I'm not gonna worry about it too much. But yeah, that's definitely me. That's great because I've seen that thing printed in children's books. You know, they're like, oh, beware the Loch Ness monster, and it's just it's just your dick. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I, you know, I'm not, I don't want to, as long as people don't know it's me, that's fine. You know, like, you know what I mean? As long as it's still a mystery, I think that's cool. I think it, it gives people something to talk about and uh, imagine and, and, you know, um, inspire their imaginations and think about the things that they still might not know about the world, you know, even though they, yeah. It's wouldn't you say, Clayton? Wouldn't you say on Earth they've discovered probably about ninety six percent of the actual existing knowledge in the universe? Yeah, somewhere thereabouts. Yeah. Yeah, there's not much left to really figure out, uh, which is going to be disappointing to a lot of people who hope that there's more out there, but there just there isn't. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like your, uh, you know, the spirit of Christmas. You know, like you let the children believe that there is magic. But you know, it's it's just your dick at the end of the at the end of the road. It's just, it's yeah. just your dick. It's more often than not just a dick. Yeah, I think that's one of the wisest things I've ever heard anyone say. Guys, thanks for listening. We're gonna get to Taco Bell. We're gonna get this big guy, uh, Crunchwrap Supreme. <laughs> All right, uh, a building, some Mountain Dew, and a Chris filled to the brim with churros Ooh. and shit. So make sure you subscribe. <laughs> uh, tell your friends about our podcast. All right. Let's hit the road. Hail Clayton. Yay. Hail Clayton. All right. Uh, thank you, Matt Young, for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was super fun. Very silly.
Matt Young is on a uh, very popular podcast called Hello from the Magic Tavern, which I'm a big fan of and was definitely a big influence uh, on our show. So yeah, it's great. Great to have you on. Oh, thanks. Yeah, uh, I I'm very lucky to uh, to get to do Hello from the Magic Tavern, and um, you can you know subscribe to that wherever you listen to podcasts, and you can actually follow my characters uh, in my in character Twitter account at Usador the Blue, <laughs> or you can follow me at More People Happy, and uh, you know there's also ten years of improvised Star Trek podcasts to go back and listen to, where I play Captain Julius Valentine Baxter of the USS Sisyphus. <laughs> and um, uh, and you know there's uh, lots of great uh, we have lots of great bonus shows for Magic Tavern now on Stitcher Premium so there's like uh, a show about Spintax the Green a spinoff character there's some behind the tavern stuff where we're out of character and there's um, there's a Masters of Mayhem series where we follow some evil characters so there's lots of great fun stuff out there uh, if you want to check it out if you haven't listened to Hello from the Magic Tavern, you should absolutely check it out because it's hilarious. Yeah, you guys are killing it on Magic Tavern. I mean, that is such good improvisation. And we had a Adelon recently, and he was he was hilarious. They were both great episodes. Well, thank you so much. That's awesome to hear. It's really nice. It's really a labor of love, and uh, you know, it's a lot of hard work. But it's you know, I'm sure you guys know it's it's great to get stuff out there and have people start to enjoy it. Yeah. It's also good to have a backup Twitter account that if like, you don't think that <laughs> it's worthy of your main account, you can go to your <laughs> other one, your lesser one and be like, Hey, here's this joke. You can have it. Yeah. 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 That's very true. Yeah. There's, you need good dumping ground. Yeah. Which one do you tweet more from your real one or Usador? I haven't, uh, the Usador one for sure. And I just haven't touched it in a while. I'm kind of bad at social media. <laughs> Um, honestly, but I go in like kind of fits and starts and then I'll like, I'll just get like, I'll come up with some bit and like have a ton of fun, like just doing some weird use of bit online. Uh, Charlie McCracken who plays Spintex the green also has a Twitter account in character. And sometimes we get into fights on Twitter, <laughs> which is really fun. Um, and I did an earwolf takeover maybe a month or two ago of their, of their, uh, Twitter account, but in my character, and that That's was great. a blast because like, I just got to like riff on whatever weird stuff was coming in and interpret, uh, promoting earwolf shows <laughs> through the eyes of a <laughs> wizard from another world. So like, that's always like the fun, like weird fish out of water stuff that we get to do. I love you store. Very fun character. Uh, well, yeah. So thank you so much for coming on. Be sure to go check out hello from the magic tavern and every, everything else that Matt's working on. Thanks, Matt. Thank Bye. you. Thanks again. This was a great time. Appreciate it.